This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian perspective on the news. It's the turn of Ndemiso Zemo joining us today. He works at Christian Action. He's a filmmaker researching and documenting how current affairs are impacting the church on a local and a global scale. Uh, Ndumiso, good morning and thanks for joining us. Good morning, Brad, and thank you for having me. What a pleasure. So uh, please go ahead. We'd love to know what's on your heart this morning around what's happening in the news. Well, obviously, uh, I don't know if a lot of your audience have heard of the proposed amendments to the Terrorism Act. Uh, They've kind of been flying under the radar, so not a lot of people know about it. Hmm. In fact, not a lot of politicians know about it because, I mean, Parliament is still discussing it. But, uh, yeah, so that's what's going on right now. And the reason I bring it up is because it can and does have the potential to affect freedom of religion as all these laws have been in the last 10 years that are so-called amended. Mm. So there's no single definition of terrorism, obviously, that is universally accepted. And the amendment provides a broad definition of terrorist behavior. So the wide definition is problematic because Mm. it would allow the government to criminalize anyone who supports one side of a contentious issue. And we are living in 2022. And there are a lot of contentious issues. Or, question, or even someone who questions or criticizes government regulations or policies as, quote, encouragement, unquote, or indirect facilitation of terrorism. So this is what they say the bill's goals are. So I'm going to quote them. In order to be in compliance with international agreements adopted after the Act's implementation, certain definitions should be deleted, amended, or added additionally. The Act should provide for offenses relating to terrorist recruitment, establishment of terrorist organizations, and terrorist training, as well as offenses relating to foreign travel and certain attempts to leave the Republic, mm-hmm. that means our country. Provide for the issuance of warrants for the search and coordinating off of objects, people, and locations. Provide for a directive requiring the disclosure of a decryption key and the consequences of such a directive. Mm. Provide for the removal or inaccessibility of publications with illegal content related to terrorism and provide for any other matters connected thereunto. So that all sounds good and well as targeting actual terrorists. Yes. But while religious liberty is essential for maintaining peace. It's never a justification for inaction on our side. So in order to avoid imposing their beliefs on others, Christians frequently feel the need to keep their politics and religious opinions separate. However, this division runs counter to the teaching of the gospel. Mm. What this amendment seeks to do, the Terrorism Act Amendment, is neuter the Christian fundamentalists that are a conscience to the fabric of society. So the church now stands with a potentially tyrannical government Mm. and tool to oppress the people. So even during the unconstitutional lockdowns, which were declared unconstitutional by the courts 
which is the highest court in the land. The voice of the church empowered and made a rallying cry to society to not just accept the status quo and the litany of what we now know when we look back at census regulations, as many scientists have uh, have said. So every amendment in the last 10 years or so has been a direct or indirect attack mm. against the only religion that fights societal decay, brought on through ungodly governance. Mm. If, if everything that is withstood by the Christian community in South Africa is reduced to so-called terrorism, because it's so broad, it can be, then we will be jailed for speaking out for, or even protesting acts like abortion, queer sexual education, so-called comprehensive sexual education as well. So the definition and the language of the amendment is so broad Mm. that it could be subjective to any bureaucratic definition that is required at the time to justify government seizure or intervention in a mission, for example, a ministry, a church, or even radio stations like Radio K. Poop. So so language like for example, where they said provide for the removal or inaccessibility of publications with illegal content related to terrorism. Well, for example, the Bible, that's the most obvious, wow. with all its condemn- yeah, uh, with all its condemnations of government corruption, national sin of homosexuality, and the support of traditional family values, and anybody preaching from it in agreement with its verses can and will be prosecuted under this act. They can literally walk into uh, a radio station or a church that espouses such views. So make no mistake, the language of the act is deliberately broad as to be able to make concessions like this possible. So in a world of so-called activism, which is activism against common sense, really, it won't be long before a pastor or Christian nurse at work, or a social worker, Christian, is taken into custody on so-called suspicion of espousing terrorist views or even terrorist acts. Exactly. So words like what they use as as offenses relating to foreign travel and certain attempts to leave the republic, that that sounds very ominous Mm. and very double-tongued. So maybe they may be able to capture terrorists, but in that wide cost fishnet will be the most confrontational religion in the land and the most confrontational community, which is the church. So we will be caught in with so-called te- with terrorists, and we might be labeled terrorists because uh, some sermon on on anti-government sentiment goes viral on YouTube. They immediately go in there, and they can declare it under this amendment a terrorist act. Uh, you know, for something like that, for a pastor refusing to officiate a homosexual wedding, they can be declared a terrorist in that. So a moral ethic is not all that Christianity is, you know. It seeks the truth while also being transformative by nature. We must allow our faith to influence our politics. If Christianity is to improve our lives and to disseminate truth, regardless of our cultural opinion that may be, it provides a true enlightenment prism 
through which we can comprehend the meaning and initial goal of political action. So for more information on this, uh, go to our dear friends at FOSA, obviously a well-known Christian apologist that stand for us in front of parliaments and governments and presidents. The African Christian Democratic Party is another one. And just go to their website and visit it. And, of course, DSA is another soldier on the front lines fighting for freedom of every sort, not just religious. So, yeah, that's the latest on the Christian aspects of news. We love that. That's Ndumiso Zemo. He's uh, working at Christian Action, where he's a filmmaker, researching and documenting our current affairs impacting the church on a local and global scale. Thanks for your insights this morning, Ndumiso. Appreciate your time. Have a really great weekend. You too, Bradley. Thank you. Enjoy Thanks. Christmas. And you, and you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. 20 minutes before 8 o'clock. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.